2: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday, Thursday. I'm lost track of the day. Christmas messes me all up. Messes me all up. It is... Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. It's, got a 50 shot. Man, I'm like drawing a blank. Okay, I know. I'm serious. This is like, people are like, why would I listen to this person? He's crazy. He doesn't even know what day it is. It is... Wednesday. Yes, it is Wednesday. Got okay. it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Well, if it can happen to me... Uh, maybe I should have more grace for Joe Biden now that it's happened to him, but I'm decades away from where he is. Uh, here's Jen Psaki. Uh Two weeks ago, Mara Lyason asking her about, hey, why don't you just send a COVID test to everybody?
3: Why not just make them free and give them out to, and have them available everywhere? Should we just send one
2: to every American? Maybe. Then, then, what, ha- then what happens if, you, if every American has one test? How much does that cost? And then what happens after that? Now, that's noteworthy, uh, not only for the fact that it's the first time a Democrat ever wondered about what something would cost, what a federal program would cost, but because she dismissively like, mocked the idea that they would send a COVID test to everyone in America, which pretty much is yesterday's announcement from Joe Biden, that they will send a COVID test or they will make available to everyone a COVID test in America now. I asked myself the question before the show, why do you need to get tested for COVID? Like, I see all the lines of people, and I heard the other day Franklin County gave out 16,000 COVID tests. And my personal view of that is, if you have symptoms, you have a sore throat, you got a stuffy nose, you got, I don't know, what else, whatever the symptoms are, why is it important to you to know that you have COVID? Okay, like I I want to mock this, but then I I flash back a year and I remember that someone close to me had COVID and I'm sure I got it from them. And they were getting ready to fly somewhere. And so they wanted to know if they have COVID because they wanted to be a responsible citizen and not get on a plane, even though they weren't that sick and could have gotten on a plane. They didn't want to give other people something that, you know, you get on a plane and you're fine and you know you're going to be fine. But the other person, they may have some kind of immunocompromised situation and you might get them sick and they might die and they didn't want to do that. So that's why they got tested for COVID. And it cost them 200 bucks to get tested for COVID last December. So I'll allow that there are reasons to want to know if you're testing positive for COVID. Let's say you're a high school athlete, you're on a sports team, and your school is vigilant about COVID, and you want to give all your teammates COVID, and you don't want to start a spread throughout the school. And I can see where there would be wisdom in knowing, yes, I have COVID, or no, I just have a cold. I don't have COVID. Okay, so I'll be fine on that front. But what I'm not fine on is this lie that we didn't have any idea that this virus could spread this fast and wow. This is the viewpoint that Rochelle Walensky was putting forward last night in her interview with Brett Baer. And Brett Baer, I honestly don't know the man's politics. I assume if he works at Fox, that he's a conservative. But I made that assumption about Shepard Smith, and then the longer I watch Shepard Smith, I realized that is not, was not, and is not Shepard Smith's politics. So he is now at MSNBC, where he belongs. Uh, but here's Brett Baer talking to uh, Rochelle. Rochelle last night on a special report.
1: When did you realize, did you know that Omicron was going to spread this quickly? Obviously, you had the travel ban back in November uh, from South Africa. Uh, but when did you realize it was going to be this?
3: Yeah, uh, you know, things are moving quickly, and I know people are concerned. So maybe we'll just step back, reiterate, we now are seeing Omicron.
2: Okay, you know what you did there? That's deflecting. You ask me a really good question. You ask me a really tough question. It makes people sit forward on their couch and go, oh, how's she going to answer this? And so she decides she's going to delay and either figure out a way to talk a lot and not answer it or meander so that you forgot what the question was. So you're not really listening for the answer to the question. So that is what she's doing. She's meandering She's going to, oh, let me go back. First of all, let me talk about what used to be. Uh,
3: Things are moving quickly, and I know people are concerned. So maybe we'll just step back, reiterate. We now are seeing Omicron in about 73% um, in our projections of what we have right now. And in some areas of the country, as you noted, the areas are 90% Omicron. But this pace, um, this speed.
2: Okay, so now she's going to get to the question. So refresh your memory when did you guys realize that this was spreading really fast and you were going to have to have tests because a lot of people are going to want to know if they have it? Now she finally gets to the answer.
3: This pace, um, the speed by which Omicron has um, been, you know, transmitting has been seen and mirrored in many other countries. And so we've been watching this carefully. We
2: Ah, really? Now that's an interesting portion of the answer. Hold on, Rochelle. We'll get back to you in a moment. What does she just say? We've been watching other countries. We've been taking our cue for what's going to happen here based upon what's happening there. Now, that's a really good scientific approach to things. Whenever you do a scientific experiment, you have what? A control group. You have a group that you subject to certain conditions, and then whatever conditions happen off of those conditions, you make... A reasonable assumption that those exact same things are going to happen to a larger group of people, right? I'm glad that Rochelle Walensky acknowledges that. They watch what's going on in other countries. How fast is it spreading? That's how fast it will spread here. She's a scientist. She's a smart lady. Good for you, Rochelle. But if I could have interrupted last night, I would have said, okay, so great. So you're watching other countries to find out how fast it spreads there. That's going to tell us how fast it spreads here. Yet, do you notice every time you ask them about how serious is Omicron? Other countries say not as serious. Other countries say hospitalization rates down from Delta, from the other variants. Other countries say, and they've had it a month ahead of us, so the lag time should provide very useful information. Not as many people, not even close to as many people dying. Other countries' experience with this says this is A mild version of COVID. And then what do they say to that? They say, oh, but you know, the results there, that doesn't mean there'll be the results here. Why not? Why not? Have the results on any other variant of COVID been different here than they were in the other countries where it occurred first? The answer to that is no, they have not been. So Brett Baird didn't interrupt her. He's a lot nicer to her than I would have been. I would have held her feet to the fire. She'd have been able to, she'd have had to take a hover round out of there because she wouldn't have been able to walk on the bottom of her feet after I got done with her. Uh, and that's not to say that Brett does a bad job. It's just that these, these partisan political operatives, like Rochelle Walensky, use one set of circumstances to answer one question, and then do not apply those same set of circumstances to another aspect of the question. And that underscores her dishonesty to the American people. Now back to her answer.
3: Mirrored in many other countries, and so we've been watching this carefully. We anticipated this. This is what we have been preparing for.
2: Really? This is what we've been preparing for? Hmm. Are you sure about that? Didn't I just hear your boss say this?
0: COVID is spreading so rapidly. If you notice, it just just happened almost overnight. I don't think anybody anticipated that this was going to be as rapidly spreading as it did. Well, Rochelle did, Joe.
2: I guess that's why you should be happy that she's the head of the CDC. But back to her answer.
3: There have been doubling times of this virus in other countries that have had the virus before us in the one and a half to three day range. And so this is exactly what we anticipated.
2: Exactly what they anticipated. That's not what he said. So somebody's lying. (laughs) Probably both are. But somebody is lying. They either did anticipate it or they didn't anticipate it. And so... Here we are, continually subjected to their incompetence. Maybe for the truth, we need to go to uh, someone from the Trump administration. Uh, Doctor Brent Brett Girard was part of the Trump administration's administration's team for handling COVID. Doctor Brett Girard, did you guys have any success? Any interest? Any effort to? make tests available to the American people? At the end of the Trump administration,
0: between September and December, we did 180 million free tests. The only reason why we're in such a a problem right now is that the Biden administration did not invest
2: in testing between January and September. This just didn't hit us. Remember, in September,
0: with Delta, there were testing shortages, and they failed to meet the mark on uh, improving the industry to to provide the tests that people need.
2: So can anybody think why they would have not tested? He said from January to September, they didn't test. Maybe it's because in July, Joe Biden said this.
0: Today, we're closer than ever to declaring our independence from a deadly virus. Here's what happened here.
2: They took office January the 20th while vaccines from Operation Warp Speed were becoming widely available. Though they demonized Donald Trump and everything Donald Trump touched, they anticipated that the vaccines would take care of COVID. It's a reasonable assumption. I understand why they assume that. So they were ready to take all the credit for something they didn't do. Something they, in fact, said often Trump did not do, which was find innovative ways to combat COVID. They demonized him on his response to COVID to get him beaten in the election. And then figured, we'll get him out of office. We'll take all the credit for the vaccines. We'll follow his distribution plan. Remember in the beginning, they had trouble getting it distributed and all they were doing. They were following like everything the Trump people had already planned. They had no plan to distribute the vaccines. So they thought the COVID was going to go away because Operation Warp Speed worked and we didn't have to come up with it. We didn't have and they couldn't have come up with it because, of course, Trump designed this very unique public-private partnership, which resulted in the vaccines. So they sail into office. They're expecting the vaccines to work. They see a diminishing number of cases in the summertime. So Biden says this.
0: Today, we're closer than ever to declaring our independence from a deadly virus.
2: Sure. Let's take the victory lap. Let's shut down all the ramping up of making available testing and all those kinds of things. This thing's on its way out. It's going to burn its way out. We'll get the credit for it. But whoops, variants and whoops, infection rates. And then they don't know what to do. They have vaccines Trump didn't have. They have booster shots Trump didn't have. They have therapeutics coming online that Trump didn't have. You know what else they have that Trump didn't have? More deaths from COVID since they took office. And don't they purport to stand there and tell you they have all the answers? They act like they have all the answers. And they want you to do, and they don't want you to do. They're going to require you to do everything they tell you to do. Even though everything they have done, given all the ancillary ways they have to combat COVID that Trump didn't have, They've botched everything they've touched, which shouldn't surprise any of us, because not just on COVID, but everything they touch uh, turns to uh, an utter and complete failure. So Christmas is Saturday, and I don't know that anymore we have the... One single solitary hot gift that kids want or that everybody's looking for or that is always uh, the topic of a plot in the Christmas movie. Uh, we watched a Hallmark movie last week, one of the good Hallmark movies. Now yeah, there are, I know, similar plots, but our family enjoys the Hallmark movies because they're wholesome and they're clean and they uphold good values. And the kid in the movie wanted a rocket wheel, Um uh, Back when I was a kid, I wanted the Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Of course, we've all had the fascination with the Cabbage Patch Kids and uh, other toys. Now, the hot item at Christmas this year is a at-home COVID test. Yes, you cannot find one in Columbus. Uh, 25 bucks for one or two. Uh, they, Columbus Public Health gave away more than 10000 on Saturday. They're out. And they gave away another 16,000 earlier in the week. uh, City Health Department gave out 35,000 ahead of Thanksgiving. Everybody wants a test. I wonder. I haven't gone on eBay. I wonder if people are selling COVID tests on eBay. That seems to be an enterprise that could be fraught with counterfeit tests. (laughs) But anyway, uh, this is all the rage. People want to be tested. And maybe you have a good reason to want to be tested. Maybe you're flying. Maybe you're going to a holiday gathering. Oh, yes, holiday gatherings, Christmas gatherings. Ah, are they safe? Well, I mean, when it comes to safety, uh, who better to articulate the safety of holiday planning than uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci? Dr. Anthony Fauci on with uh, fellow COVID fearmonger Wolf Blitzer on CNN. Let
0: me also get your advice, uh, Dr. Fauci about how to navigate uh, the holidays, Christmas, New Year's coming up, how to navigate these holidays safely as we clearly face a growing threat uh, from Omicron, and Delta still a huge threat as we all know. Oh, huge uh, uh, If you're boosted, is it safe, for example, to go to an indoor holiday party mm. maskless
1: uh, with other vaccinated people? Well, uh, if you know that they're vaccinated, I mean, I can give you an example of something that I've actually done myself, I went to a place where you had to prove that you were vaccinated, you had to show proof of vaccination, and people actually went the extra step and tested people at the door. And you could do that with a test that you could do in 10 minutes. So one of the things you can do is try to restrict your activities to situations where you know the vaccination status of people. And that's easy to do. And people ask you, well, what about the family setting? If you're vaccinated, Your family members are vaccinated. You should feel comfortable in the setting of the holiday season to have dinners and social events at home. People should not feel that that's not safe. I mean, nothing is 100 percent. But when you talk about the relative risk, when you're dealing with vaccinated and particularly boosted people, you can feel comfortable enjoying the holiday.
2: Oh, well, now go out and party like you're Anthony Fauci right? Uh, I don't know, but it'd be personally a kill joy moment if I showed up at a Christmas party and somebody asked for my vax card and then said, great, great, thanks for showing me your vax credentials, Bruce. Now, would you mind taking this test just to prove you're not lying to me? Because, I mean, if you've been vaxed, I know you can still get COVID. I mean, obviously you can get COVID. But would that affect the joy of the moment? It would for me. I'm just saying, if you go to a Christmas party and somebody says, here, take this test, show me through the window that it's negative, and then we'll let you in. uh, I would turn around and I would find more fun people to party with. That's just my own personal view. Uh, What about family members? Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, Here he is on MSNBC asking uh, or getting the question and answering the question.
3: If someone in your family isn't vaccinated, should you ask them not to show up?
1: Uh, Yes, I I would do that. I mean, I think (laughs) we're dealing with a a serious enough situation right now that if there's an unvaccinated person, I would say I'm very sorry. But not this time. Maybe another time when this is all over.
3: If someone in your
1: not this
2: time, maybe sometime when this is all over. When will that be? When will, that, when will this be over? Can you tell me? Didn't he say when uh, we reach herd immunity at 70% and then it was when we reach herd immunity at 80% having had the virus and been vaccinated? Now we've had 220 million people vaccinated and it's not over. Uh, it will never be over. I will tell you why I think it will never be over next